headphones and welcome this is headphone joe and you're listening to who does a podcast sadly you're not getting a brand new episode um we were getting ready to record we were set to record with smo everybody was there and disappointingly my internet started acting up i've been having issues with my internet since moving for the past week um and my hotspot was throttled out so it wasn't doing me any justice so we decided to push that new episode to next week with smo so that'll be the first episode of the new year but we didn't want to leave you guys high and dry so me and kyle talked it out and we're going to give you uh, a past episode from the original season season one when we did hamilton proper so you're going to hear our episode last year that we did with Smo. Uh, that is Yorktown in honor of Smo because we didn't want to have you going without hearing her voice before the new year. So enjoy that. Again, I'm super sorry for the technical difficulties and we'll be back and better than ever in the new year. All right. Enjoy. And welcome to Who Does a Podcast. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Joe, Monsieur Hamilton, Monsieur Lafayette, in command where you belong. Are you saying no sweater? We're finally on the field. We've had quite a run. Immigrants, we get the job done. This episode, we are covering Yorktown, a.k.a. the world turned upside down, the 20th song in the musical. The big 2-0, baby. We finally made it. 20-2-0, another milestone. But it is not just me and Joe tonight. We are joined no. by our second ever guest. She's a, mem- a member of the company. Number one in our hearts. Member of the company. They're all number one in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Two-time watch-along veteran and Hamilton lover, it is Beth, aka Cosmo, aka Big Smo. Hey, everybody! How are you doing? Hey, How are you happy doing to be tonight? Here. Excellent. I'm. We're both, all three, happy to have you. Absolutely, oh, so happy. So, Aww, what thank you. made you start watching Hamilton, and how many times do you think you've seen it so far? Oh Lord. I don't know why I started watching it, but I did. And then I was hooked from the moment I turned it on. And nice. I I was just saying tonight that I literally have never, I'm not sick of it. I've not gotten sick of it at all. Yeah, that's the one thing we've said as well. Somehow we're not sick it's of it. Somehow, yeah, still it's not sick sticky. of it. 20, two zero weeks in. So it's, you're talking about use when it popped up on Disney Plus last July the first time you'd like ever heard it seen it at all or just uh, it took me a little bit I just heard the hype I was seeing on seeing it online right. everywhere and I heard all the hype about it so I just played it and then I was like this is amazing this is awesome and good. amazing and I love it and it's awesome. the best thing ever so I became an instant, instant fan. fan and how did you how did you gravitate it's- to our show Well, uh, <laughs> as you are, as you know, I'm friends with Kyle and he turned me on to the show and mm-hmm. it's awesome. I love it. I think you guys have a great show and I really enjoy learning 
the nuggets and the history behind it and especially all the rap references and all that kind of stuff. So I enjoy listening yep. to you guys every week. Thank you very it's much. It's my first thing nice, I listen nice, to nice. Wednesday morning. I listen to oh, a lot of pods, boy. by the way. I listen oh, to like boy. a million pods. She does. And you guys she has are a the lot first of podcasts. one in the morning. Mm, That's why that I, I always nice. uh, write on the Discord at like 8 a.m. <laughs> before <laughs> any of us are awake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before I'm awake for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Thank Hi, you very much. Happy to have you. Um, so here we are. We're talking about Yorktown, as I said. Uh, so usually one of us does our general thoughts, but I want to kick it off with the guest first. What are your general thoughts on Yorktown? My general thoughts? Yes. Um, well, it's my most favorite song of the entire play. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm spoiling. But general thoughts are it's the best song of the play. (laughs) That's a very specific thought. Sorry. It's a very but it is. But uh in Yeah, how do you feel about it? What makes you what makes you think that? The the my emotion of the song, the first time I listened to it, it brought me back to when I was like fourteen years old Mm -hmm. at a my first rock show or something like that. It brought me back to back in the day seeing a rock show, standing on my seat. And when Lafayette goes up there and he says, we won, we Mm. won, we won. (laughs) Like that reminds me of standing on my seat at like, you know, uh, early 90s rock show when I was young. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. Awesome. That's cool. You want me to go? Um, Joe, what about you? So uh, let's do the quick synopsis. So Hamilton is now in charge of his uh, platoon uh, command, whatever you want to say. Um, And he's taking over. And yeah, something, something, something. And uh, he uh, conversates with Lafayette um, about being in command now. And then we see him in battle in command for the first time. Um, Then we see different fronts of the war alluded to with Lawrence, with Lafayette at Yorktown specifically. And um, then we get, you know, the world turns upside down. Um, My general thoughts on the song in particular, um, it's a damn enjoyable song. I'm not going to give it away like Beth. Uh, (laughs) I'm a professional at this. (laughs) Sorry. If you had to put a number Uh, on it. I'm just a guest. I'm I'm not a a podcaster. I'm sorry. It's perfectly fine. You are a podcast guest. I'm a professional guest. I have guested a lot on other shows. Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. But yes, no, I enjoy the song thoroughly. Uh, I enjoy the witty banter, the camaraderie, and um, learning different elements about different parts of the battle and who was instrumental in getting what done. Um, all of that was very intriguing. And then, yeah, the we won, we won chant at the end. It's very, very exhilarating uh, getting that energy out. Um, it's a very good spirit, uh, especially when you accomplish something like just screaming that you accomplished right. something is cathartic in a way. You got a country. There's, yeah. You got a, your own country. Yeah, we've, we, they accomplished like, a country. Yeah. At that time, 13 colonies. There, there's <laughs> few things bigger. Well, as of this song, they are now a country. That's the that's the thing. I love seeing Greg's face when we describe these songs. Cause it just seems like he hates everything we're saying. He's grumpy. Grumpy Greg. I don't know if he's watching something else. Oh, he he's watching watch football. Yeah. Okay. Are you I was, watching I was football? hoping so. He's watching football. Of All course. Right. Football this is Tuesday. Seven. The Whatever. rare Tuesday it's NFL fine. game, of course. Tuesday night uh, spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why are they having yes. football on a Tuesday? Because of COVID. COVID spectacular. <laughs> um, we won't get into it. That doesn't exist whatever. in 1781. I don't even um, like football. Go ahead. So, Back to Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it too. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> it. I think it does. <laughs> and it is number. Uh, I think it does the best job of these battle songs of making it both telling you what's going on, but also like still having um, musical language, like that musical element. Yeah. The musical elements better because it is like that snappy um, lyrics and the cadence is, is so great. And it does mix in a lot of different characters, a lot of different voices. Um, Yeah. And I think as a song, it does a lot better job than some of those other battle songs or like war songs or whatever they've been described as so far. Uh, yeah, I thought one element that was cool was they bring back that popping drum from uh, mm-hmm. the song Prior History Has His Eyes on You. And instead of haunting how it sounds there, it sounds more upbeat. It sounds more yeah. Uh, yeah. the adrenaline's running. Yeah. I feel like it's cool how they kind of flipped. I don't know if they would sped it up a bit or something, but the, the, the feeling so. of it just it shifts because of the tone of the song, maybe in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a victory drum. Yeah, more than and because before it's just like an ominous, yeah, it's an ominous, ominous thing. It's like, oh, we're going into this, yeah. and now like we know the outcome now. So, yeah, yeah, it's like well, a, all it's a pump you up song for sure. For sure, yeah. definitely gets you pumped. Definitely expi- inspiring. Um, did anybody? We have, all seem to like it. Did anybody else have any interesting facts? We all seem I, I have to a like fun it. fact. Oh, I fun have facts fun facts. Nope. Fun fact. Go for it. Oh. I have two have fun, fun facts. Go for it. Let's see if you steal Let me the one my notes. I was going to use. <laughs> so my, fir- my first fun fact is that, um, so I kind of focused on the Rochambeau mm-hmm. aspect of the song for my um, Wait, is research. this a historical no. nugget? Or a no, no, no. Fun this fact. is just a okay. fun fact. <laughs> I was so scared. Okay, I was scared. No, <laughs> I'm not giving anything away, but I just wanted Got to it. preface Please. So I kind of looked up the Rochambeau stuff. So um, fun fact, Brown University, which is near where I live, and I've been by there many times, um, Rochambeau's troops stayed there at uh-huh. that university, like mm-hmm. literally at where that's located. And now they have a French department and it's called the Rochambeau House. Oh, how cool is that? Like to this day, you can go to college at that school and go to the Rochambeau house, which houses the French department. That's, that's pretty my dope. first Gotta fun tell fact. you, that fact is pretty Second fun. Second fun good. fact. That's pretty good. It's pretty fun. President Obama nope. signed the Omnibus Public Land Management Act in 2009, which is a provision to designate the Washington Rochambeau revolutionary route, the road that they took, yeah. As a national oh, yeah. historic trail, Obama did oh, that. Nice. Well, there you Obama go. was like, "Do it." Two thousand nine. <laughs> so, so this is the route. We're gonna get this done. <laughs> the route from what uh, Brown uh, down to the revolutionary Norfolk? from where or they Yorktown? started to the where they ended the battle. Yeah, there's a I whole didn't march. I did look up exactly where it was, but yeah, it's a whole march. Sure Cow get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe. Uh, no, okay. Uh, well, she didn't say my fun fact. Oh, so maybe. Uh, he, she didn't say my fun fact. My fun oh. fact is actually um, has to do with the song in particular. Uh, I forgot what interview I was watching or where I read it, but um, Lynn said it, and 
So um, where they say the why I played earlier, immigrants, we get the job done. Yeah. Traditionally, when they first did it, there were the lines went right into the next song, but there kept being applause breaks, which right. interrupted and people couldn't hear the next line. <laughs> so they then added that two bar to space because they're uh, uh, expecting an applause break so they can then get back to the music and everybody can be paying attention. That's, That's a good fact. Yeah. I like that. I thought that was, I've been saving that. I teased that. I think that's a I good think I one. that in the first rewatch. <laughs> when it happened, when it happened, I was oh. like, oh, I got one. I got something for this right here. <laughs> I think I remember you saying I that. I don't remember yeah. any teases or yeah, anything. So it's first good. rewatch was rough on a lot of us. Yeah, we're still recovering. <laughs> rough on a lot of us. And we've done one since then. Uh, all right. We did better with the second one. <laughs> so any other general thoughts or is it time? It's time. All right. Hit it. How do we measure? <laughs> Where do we stand? At number Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? Alrighty, Greg. Alright, so we've got a ranking of 12, a ranking of 10, and of course a ranking of 1. You could probably guess right. who that belongs to. Wow, that is very Spoiler good. Alert. That's really That's good. pretty good. We we, got, <laughs> we risked something, but uh, did not happen. Uh, all right. Traditionally, Lois is first. So I have it as my number twelve. <laughs> which one is which one is lower? I twelve. Twelve. 12 it's Joe. Me. Meaning, um, which is actually higher? Lower. No, lower oh, in the ranking. We're not doing this again. <laughs> if the ranking is higher, the number is smaller. Yes. I don't understand so, your time game either, higher. so it makes no sense. Go on. <laughs> Neither do I. That's why I keep losing. We'll explain that when we get to it. Uh, <laughs> so I have a 12. Um, so for me, uh, if I should have done this, but I felt like I made 12 my line of demarcation. The top 12 songs, yeah, the top 12 songs are the songs that, uh, but when you get to the top three, those are pretty much solidified. But the top 12 songs are firmly, to me, the best songs right. in the whole play. You can rearrange them, stack them however you want. Uh, we can all debate that to we're blue in the face. But this is one of the songs that no matter, this is a little spoiler, but no matter what, you can throw this on context, no context. Mm. And it is just good from start to finish there's so many um we're getting we're hearing from everybody essentially we heard in the first act besides the ladies because the ladies weren't allowed in the war but hey that's those times i don't speak for them. um but um yeah we're hearing from lawrence we're figuring out what he's doing and him trying to move on uh the ideals he had mulligan the ideals he set up in the beginning we're seeing those uh come to fruition lafayette hamilton um we're seeing all these guys except burr i didn't think about it till just now but uh, we're seeing all these guys <laughs> you know burr actually left the war at one point but um we're seeing all these guys he went back to study law early um yeah, fun seeing all these guys uh what they set out to do everybody from the story of tonight what they set out to do what they wanted to do um realize it and it's just so powerful and like beth said that ending we won we won we won we won and then mm-hmm. you get the 
chorus just swelling up. It's like uh, goosebumps every time. Every time. Yeah, that's a great way of describing it. We're not too far yeah. off, so I don't, I don't feel much different than that. Um, it is a very emotional song. It's emotionally powerful because of that, that victory. It's what we've been talking about for 19 songs finally coming to a head here. So um, nearing the end of the first act, it is a great, not quite finale, but just a great exclamation um, point. Like yeah, exclamation point! A like a release valve. It's like ah, oh, we've we've won, we won. Yeah. I mean, it's right there in the in the end there. Uh, so yeah, it's great to see that finally, and like you said, hear from everyone again and to see how it went down. Not like details on how it went down, but like hey, it actually happened. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about for a while now. This but is Beth, this, this is, is it. your it was number the culmination. one. This is your number one. What made it number one besides feeling like a rock show? <laughs> Well, the rock show thing was just, that's how it makes you feel. Like that's the emotion that it gives you. You feel like you're, you know, you're there, you're, you're winning it with them. (laughs) And it, oh my God, it just like, it, it's pretty much what you guys said already. It just, it, it felt like such a emotional song and it was the, it was the, I don't know. It was everybody singing, I think was a big part of it. Like, all the whole company kind of coming together with all the parts and just the fast pace kind of, um, mm-hmm. you know, build up and excitement of the song. Like it's just best song, best song ever. Yeah. The pace is definitely there. Um, the, the beat, like Joe said, the drums, like it's just mm-hmm. all the different parts kind of coming together to like, make you be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> And I love that just that world turned upside down tag is like such a good way of saying it of like, this is like, how the hell did this Everything happen? changed. Like, like we got a yeah, country. Exactly. Like we have our own yeah. country There's now. There's a country now. It's, it's still here. Everything's different. S- still here. Life um, is different. And, uh, and we did it. Like we changed. made it happen. Yeah. Like we right. made this happen and now we yeah. have a country. Like it's, yeah. it's the pivotal it's moment of everything. Awesome. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say as we get into the details. So we should get into more details of what um, really happened. I'm sorry. I forgot to Joe? do. Because I remember the rap references to this being very loose, but I feel like I could mention them instead of like playing audio. I should have mentioned to that earlier. How about Mary J. Yeah, Blige? Yeah, you get yeah, that one? The rap, oh. rap, rapping was better. Rap. References for the adult audiences. Who influenced you, bro? So again, I didn't pull the audio. <laughs> this was, not, this was not on the rundown. We did not. Sorry. I forgot <laughs> to mention the scene because I wasn't going to pull the audio because they were very loose. Um, but Mary J. Bly, I'm going down um, was one of them. I don't know if that's been confirmed by Lynn, or, but it seems it's loose enough and tangential enough where uh, people can make that um Assertion, because uh, in the song what she part, said, "What part is that reference?" In the chorus, she says, "My whole world upside down." Yeah, oh, okay. And okay. Um, people also think uh, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem was inspiration for the song as well. So yeah, yeah, because oh, we didn't even mention that they bring back the "Not Throwing Away My Shot" part. So that's yeah. kind of like yeah, a, they brought away. Also, uh, how did we forget that? It's because we threw ourselves off by letting Beth go first in the Gen Fox. Um They also <laughs> they also mentioned. Uh, uh, I oh imagine that oh so much it feels more like a memory. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> wow, you really beat it out of your yeah, head. I, had to. I was like, oh, it's gonna kill <laughs> me. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that came back again. Yeah, won't be the last time. Won't be the last. But did it come back? <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. So references to its own songs and other songs yeah. were there. So that's pretty good. Hey, at least we yeah. did it in the reference well, at least section. I that's not bad. Remember to do it. <laughs> so we got it somewhere. All right, but now we will reference history itself. Knowing history, because history also shows history. The Nuggets, they're on their way. All right, we've got three to do, so we kind of went chronologically again, and we will start with Joe. All right, my historical nugget is titled Spying on the British. I've wanted to find a quote, but I couldn't find a quote. So I made my own quote. The key to being a good spy is to not be seen. Oh. A people historically not seen, especially in colonial America, were black slaves. So they were a key component in spying on the British. Hercules Mulligan owned a slave named Cato. Cato was a black patriot who served as a spy together with Mulligan and often acted the role of courier in part in part through British-held territory by exploiting his status as a slave, letting him pass on intelligence to colonial army to the colonial army without being detained. But fun fact: though Mulligan was a spy, he was not at Yorktown, but there was a spy there, an enslaved gentleman named James Armstead. At 21, he was given consent to join the army and was placed under the command of Lafayette. Lafayette employed Armstead as a spy. He posed as a runaway slave, and the British hired him to spy on the Americans. At the end of July 1781, Armstead provided intelligence which allowed Lafayette to trap the British in Yorktown and continued providing intelligence until the British surrendered. He returned to an enslaved life after the war, but in 1784, Lafayette, finding his former spy's condition, petitioned for Armstead's emancipation. Two years later, in 1786, Armstead was officially emancipated by Virginia's General Assembly. He then added the surname Lafayette to his own. That was the best historical nugget I've ever read. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. Wow. So, yeah. So that's how the spying went down. That's how some of the lesser known spies, the black spies, uh, contributed and... um, were treated post ace. Uh, so yeah, fantastic, interesting. That's awesome. Always interesting. Well, not awesome, but good to know. Spy on. Good to learn. It's awesome to learn. Yes. Oh boy. Uh, all right. Our guest has brought a nugget. Beth, what do you got? So as I was mentioning before, and doing all sorts of wrong, uh, you know, spoilers and stuff. I did Rochambeau. So. I so when I when you guys asked if I would come on the show, I started to do some research. This was a couple weeks ago. So I looked up the Battle of Yorktown. I didn't really know anything about it. And everything I know about history, I pretty much know from you guys about this stuff because I either wasn't paying attention or I never had it or whatever. I don't remember. Look, any I've, of this stuff. I've learned <laughs> everything since July. So don't worry. Yeah. So it's good because it forces you to learn things and it's, we should know this stuff, right? So I had no idea about Yorktown. So I looked it up, I Wikipedia'd it and, you know, I did some research. So um, what I kind of got the gist of it was, was that it was kind of a secret attack. It wasn't, you know, it was at night. It was um, 
you know, very quiet and it wasn't a big battle. So and what I saw was that they took the bullets out of their gun. So I was like, did they really do that? Is that true? So I looked it up. And yes, it is true. (laughs) (laughs) They did not use bullets. So so what I found out is that it was not Hamilton's idea to do this. It was Rochambeau's idea. Rochambeau is a real guy. It's not a code word. It's like it's a (laughs) real person. I didn't know. I thought maybe it was just. No, I didn't know either. So like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So he's the same thing. Right. (laughs) He's a real guy. And he was. Uh, I guess he's a quiet guy. He didn't take any credit for this, (laughs) but like he was doing battle the same time as Hamilton, I think in a different spot. I'm not sure, but I think that they might've been doing things at the same time. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so it turns out that this only took like 10 minutes. Like, so they, so they did it at night. They went at night, they took the bullets out. They came up close. I guess they just, stabbed everybody or whatever you do up close. I guess you stab them with bayonets and uh, the whole, you don't got bullets and you're up close. I think, yeah, I guess that's that's what you're doing. What your weapon is, is a bayonet, I would imagine, or a knife or something. So, um, so it took, it literally took 10 minutes and the whole thing was wiped out and that's what won the battle. Like there was no fanfare. There was nothing. It was like, we're just going to come and stab them at night and it's over. Um, (laughs) And I also learned that... Is this the the taking of the redoubts? Is that what that is? Is that what that word is called? A redoubt? Yeah, redoubt. Yeah, it's like an emplacement. Yeah. Okay. So I looked up that word and it says it's a British fort. And so this is what happened at the same time. The French attacked redoubt nine and Mm. Hamilton attacked redoubt 10 simultaneously in their their quiet tactics with knives. And... (laughs) Um, and then they won. So it was there literally it like the most quiet, the turning point, subdued type of battle. So they weren't rapping. <laughs> they yeah, weren't what the rapping. No, Lynn. Um, so fooled. Yeah, and that was my. That was it. That was what I looked awesome. up. Solid. Let me see if I looked yeah, that bullets out your gun line definitely stands out. So yeah. it's cool that you. Yeah. I was like, that can't be true, but it really was true. Yeah, oh, the other thing I learned, sorry, uh-huh. was Rochambeau. Um, it kind of sounds like rush on boys, mm. rush on boys. So that was what I learned when you say Is it fast, what- when the British people said it fast. Oh, they it sounded like rush on boys. So that's why they codenamed it Rochambeau. But it's a real guy. So I don't oh, know. It's the guy. So yeah. yeah. Interesting. Maybe it's both. But that's that just what I read. But it was awesome. very interesting. And they they had very few American deaths in that. It was like they just overtook them and it was fast. Yeah. And like very few people died in that battle. Which is good. Cool. All right. So I um, also kind of went to the battle itself and like the end of it um, in a little more detail, but like, cause it wasn't just the redoubts. There was like other stuff that happened because the battle of Yorktown is also known as the siege of Yorktown. And it actually took place from December 28th to October 19th, 
1781, and this is Yorktown, Virginia. Um, so after did you say December to October? September, September 28th. to October. September. <laughs> yes, I was like, no, no, no. what? It took them. Like, I wrote that down months? too. <laughs> That's a very okay. long time. Thank you. Um, so after that march, and after the Americans got there, uh, the Americans and French built their first parallel and began the bombardment of the city. And a parallel is basically a trench that surrounds the city where artillery can be placed. Uh, With the British defense weakened on October 14th, Washington sent two columns to attack the last major remaining British outer defenses, a French column under Wilhelm of the Palatinate Zweibrücken took readout nine and an American column under Alexander Hamilton took readout 10. And then because these were taken, the Allies were able to finish their second parallel, which is their second trench. So that was the big turning point. Um, On October 16th, after a failed British evacuation, the fire on Yorktown from the Allies was heavier than ever as new artillery pieces joined the line. And these are those French guns we learned about two songs ago. General Cornwallis talked with his officers that day and they agreed that the situation was hopeless. So on the morning of October 17th, a drummer appeared, followed by an officer waving a white handkerchief, which might sound familiar. The bombardment ceased and the officer was blindfolded and led behind the French and American lines. Negotiations negotiations began at the Moore House on October 18th between Lieutenant Colonel Thomas Dundas and Major Alexander Ross, who represented the British and Lieutenant Colonel Lawrence, who represented the Americans, and Marquis de Noales, who represented the French. So here's those numbers that Beth referred to. 60 French died and 194 were injured. 28 Americans died and 107 were wounded. And on the other side, 156 British were killed and 326 were wounded with 70 missing. Probably dead. Did you say only 60 British people died? 60 French died... So the French and American forces oh, together, oh, oh, 60 oh. French and 28 Americans died, oh, okay. but 156 British were killed because mm. uh, so, they were being sieged and blasted upon for I was like, there's only week. 60 yeah. there? Okay, I got it. <laughs> but 326 wounded, wounded after getting shelled day after day. Um, I like another wounded. weird... Wounded. They were wounded. <laughs> <laughs> and another weird thing I found, well, not weird, but interesting and in just how this all shook out. There was a malaria endemic in the marshlands of eastern Virginia during this time, and Cornwallis's army suffered greatly from the disease. He estimated during the surrender that half of his army was unable to fight as a result. The Continental Army enjoyed an advantage in that most of their members had grown up with malaria and hence had acquired resistance to the disease. A little bit of herd immunity there. Yeah, yeah. wow. And as, as malaria has a month-long incubation period, most of the French soldiers had not begun to exhibit symptoms before the surrender. So maybe we have malaria to thank wow. for uh, America winning the war. Thanks, wow. malaria. That's pretty insane. Yeah, America, known for its uh, biological warfare. Yes. Disease is route in our history. Yeah. So yeah, in our that's, present. That's some background... Oh, I titled that We Won. Ah. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> so, little, little title. Yep, so that's how it all wrapped up. All right. Wrap it up. All right. Speaking of rapping, huh? We got favorite lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the 
sort of lines that resonates most with me is that was a great segue all right thank you it just <laughs> happened all right going chronologically again i believe it starts with my line so let's go so this is in the middle of a very long uh um what do we call him verse verse, verse by uh hamilton but i just love the pace of this and the cadence and the urgency and I love the line, it's either that or meet the business end of a bayonet. Just the way that's delivered is so catchy. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it just catches me every time. I love it. Just the way it flows in and connects to the rest of it. And I, I really like the, the Rochambeau. Rochambeau! Yeah. Yeah, the word, word is, is now Rochambeau. Go go. Yeah. It's <laughs> a pretty right. solid line. Yeah, like a lot of solid lines in this one. A lot of solid lines. Speaking and of another solid one lines. is coming from Joe. How did we know that this plan would work? We had a spy on the inside. That's right. Hercules Mulligan. Tell a spy on the British government. I take the measurements information and then I smuggle it to my brother's Oh, gets me going every time. Uh, that is my favorite oh, part. Oh, so good. My favorite part of the song. It's so good. Because that is the moment where we see Big Oak, as we affectionately call him on the show. He jumps into frame. <laughs> Big Oak. Uh, yes. When announced and introduced. Um just showing his uh, dexterity in and uh, uh another word I wanted to say but I can't remember. Uh Nim- nimbleness. Nimble, no, no, <laughs> no, not the word. But um dexterity, dexterity agility. Uh, agility? No, Let's not get pocked out. It's pretty Let's not get out in this. But um yeah, no, he just hey, shows hey. his uh his athletic capability and uh how big guys move. Shout out to the big guys. Um but yeah, no, uh oh, yeah. the the one a bar that gets me is a uh, Taylor spying on the British government. I take the information, I take the measurements information, and then I smuggle it mm, every time. It's so good, so mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm, gets me going. Mm-hmm. Good. It's the the flow. The so flow good. is so good. It's so, good. so great. So perfect. The flow so delivery. Good. Everything's good. All right. I agree with that. Ready for the next one? And I have a feeling. The next one is not too far behind. Oh, it's so good. Smo. It's just so, so good. Filthy. <laughs> it's so good. She got two curse words in hers. <laughs> Smo's favorite line. It's my breaking, favorite. Breaking the family friendly atmosphere. This is not a family friendly show. I can't, I can't, I can't. Not a family friendly show. We try. We try, though. We try. And my kids do. My kids listen with me sometimes oh, nice. in the car. So I try to just bleep out the swears, but whatever. They hear enough swears <laughs> with me volume. anyway. Shout out to the kids. Yeah. Um, yes, fellow company members, the kids. Yes. I <laughs> bought my daughter a company shirt and she's wearing awesome. it for her um, nightgown. So she loves Hamilton. So my daughter and my son, both my my nine year old and my almost eight year old love Hamilton. So they always watch it with me and we listen to the podcast in the car of you guys. Solid. Oh, yeah. Huge shout out. Wow. We're getting played for Joe. Oh, boy. Thomas's was. um, Keep that in mind for the next few. I forgot his favorite song. I think it was Right Hand Man is his favorite song. Yeah. I think you said that. Yeah. He loves that. He rocks out. That's awesome. Shout out to Thomas. Um, so you just like you- Thomas, my little one, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Thomas. Thomas. 
He's he'll shout be happy when he hears it. And Elena is my daughter, so say her name shout too. Out, shout out to shout Elena. Out to Elena. Yeah. Are they going to hear this? Are they going to hear their of mom course. on the podcast? Oh, man. I, of course, because they, they're in bed. That's they wanted amazing. to listen, but they're sleeping. <laughs> I was like, it's not going to be like last time when we want. They're like, don't. What about last time when you were in bed the whole next day? I'm like, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> I'm like, Mommy was sick. Don't worry. It's not like that. <laughs> that was a Saturday. I'll be okay. It's Tuesday. a professional yeah, podcast. What about the last time you did this thing? But she really did say that too. That is hilarious. Um, So that is my favorite line, just because it's the most badass line of the entire play. It really is. And it's the one that gets me the most going and the one that is the most just badass. And that's pretty much it. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that they're back to back there. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that whole yeah, obviously yeah. that whole section is pretty good. I was so happy that you guys didn't take the intro of it mm-hmm. out because that's the part where like the the second, third time, and fourth time I've watched it back, where I'm just like that just gets me going. Like I want to jump out of my bed, yeah, just like him. Like in the same way when Lafayette jumps off the table, like mm. yeah. it's one of those dope moments where it's like oh, every time it gets the juices flowing. That's we why haven't it's seen, my number we one. We haven't heard from Mulligan yeah, where's so he been? long. Oh, and then he now comes we know back. why. It's like, oh. So, yeah. I got a spy on the inside. That's oh, right. so good. It reminds me of also that, like, that old school rap, too. Same kind of vibe mm. with that, like, yeah, you know, when he's yeah. like that crazy sound. <laughs> oh, the ruffians. The ruffians. The ruffians part is so like, good. That's so, like, it's 80s so rap. I love it so much. That's the Beanie Boy. <laughs> the original. The original Beanie Boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite verse. Um, I'll start. I think I've gave, with, given mine away at this doing. point. <laughs> uh, Mulligan. Mulligan's right. whole Mulligan verse, verse is just impressive as hell and so damn well. It's fun. It's so um, fun. It's the funnest part of this it's song. The best. Yeah. If I would oh, have to take a second. Um, well, maybe maybe we, be, we can go first. Okay, <laughs> go first. I'll give my yeah, second. Because I don't want my all in one. My verse. You can, you can do an also song. ran after we go. I'll do an uh, also ran. Let's do let's do Beth next. If you could pick a verse. Um, that whole verse is my favorite verse. Is that Mulligan? You, yes. Sorry. Nice. No, you're, you're good. good. But yeah, the entire verse. Look, I even put like. hearts around it on my notes. <laughs> Can Folks, you see the she, hearts? she has out printed lyrics. out lyrics <laughs> and has notes all over. I'm it's fantastic. I'm the type of person that I, I have it. to use a pen. I don't right. like a paper. Yeah, I don't like. It commits more I mean, to memory. I can look at abacus. things on my phone or the computer, but I really mm-hmm. like to a make sundial. notes uh, and like. Right. I liked. I'm not that I old. I got that one. <laughs> that old. I can't. I can't. I can't. No, I was bringing it up because of your dedication and your research. I dedication love dedication homes. Yeah, I I really Fantastic. actually wanted to learn. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I did. It gave me an excuse to to learn about it, and it's great. Nice. Um, I mean, that's not a great attach. Learning is so fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, when you're not forced to do it, and you actually want to do it. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. yeah. Like you're taking the initiative on your own. It's like enjoyable. Yeah. It is. You hear it that, was kids? Cool. Yeah. Thomas, Elena. <laughs> Elena? Learning Elise? is fun. Elise? Elena. Uh, Elena and Thomas. Elena. Oh, I had it right the first time, didn't I? Yep, you were right. Learning Thank you. Never second guess yourself. They're good kids, <laughs> and yes, they need to do all their homework. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And also, you can hear be that. curious and look for things on your own. Kyle, what's your favorite verse? Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, I had a feeling. Uh, I had a feeling the Mulligan one would be very popular, so I tried to pick something else. Uh, 
I basically did the recap that starts after what my favorite line was, where he's just like setting the stage of where everyone is. He's like, Lawrence is doing this. Ah, uh, Lafayette's got this ready. This is kind of where we're ready to go. And then it goes into the Mulligan part. So right basically, the, Mulligan part. the right right before the Mulligan part <laughs> was my favorite verse. Okay, um, so my also ran verse. Oh yes, yeah, would be. Um, I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. This is where mm-hmm. it gets me. Uh, then I remember Eliza's expected. Not only that, but Eliza's expected. Eliza's expected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a, That's good, a good line. One. That was my so. second favorite line. I wrote that down. Oh, gotta have uh, a second. Gotta have a second. Just in case. I even wrote it down. Yeah, fear of impending death turns into inspiration to meet his son and give him a better world. Got his own in the oh, my son. son. See, so he's Just like confused. He's he's like <laughs> he's worried about dying. Yeah. Obviously, in the beginning of the song, it's all about you know I'm going to go to battle. I could get killed, but then he's like, I got to meet my son, and we have to have a better world. Yeah. So fuck yeah. this and let's go. Sorry, Elena and Thomas, but yes. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, alrighty. Favorite character. I'm starting with Smo this time. Me? Yes. Favorite character? Beth. Yes. I'm going to have to go with Mulligan. Mm, there it is. I'm going to go with Mulligan. He's a popular And second runner-up, Lafayette, because he jumps on the chair. And that's my favorite part of the whole movie. Yes, mm-hmm. the chair at the end. So, awesome. Mulligan, when he jumps in and he does his rapping, that's my favorite part of the whole thing. And then Lafayette jumping <laughs> is my second favorite part jumping jumping is very jumping is fun man. very important to this play it's very important it to this play. it's because it's Joe. the hype oh sorry it's all about the hype yeah they're getting hyped up it's a stage uh joe how about you um i'm gonna go lafayette one uh i'm, I'm lafayette never one. yeah lafayette number one in this song just because he's so I'm never, oh number yeah, one number favorite. favorite i'm never disappointed never <laughs> disappointed like, there's two lafayettes <laughs> no number one it's, it's it's because she did the mulligan gotcha. and then lafayette i'm saying well nah. so, ah, here yeah we go, no here i'm we never go. disappointed when lafayette gets some shine because uh he always brings a smile to my face with his performance even though our producer l gray don't like david um <laughs> he doesn't sense. it's he so can't rational. stand it's so um, he's jealous of his hair. I think that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had hair like that. It's good hair. But yeah, Lafayette is my favorite character in this song. All right. Uh, I also picked Mulligan just because I avoided him for favorite verse. So it's like <laughs> I got to come back around, at least pick him because it is just such it's such an explosive moment and it's so fun. Such a burst. Um, I always look for the I always look for the fun parts of the songs. Yeah, we know that uh, about you. Kyle. So, yeah. What's more fun? He's a fun guy. All right. There has been a lot discussed. So, Greg, what is your you recap? You did it again. You forgot it wouldn't work outside the play. What? Oh, no. <laughs> God, thank you, Joe. Glad there's two of us. Hey, guys. What do you think as far as would this song work outside the play? So, Beth, I don't know if you have your own criteria. We've kind of made up 18 different criteria personally. So, whatever that means to you. What do you think? I don't really have a criteria, but I think this would work outside the song because it's an awesome rock song. Like, it's literally a Mm. good rock song. Like, you could put this on and jam out to it and not really know anything about Hamilton. I think you could get pumped up by it. Yeah. So I'm going to say hard yay. A hard yay. Wow. It's one of our few hard yays. Uh, Joe, good. I'm also going to give it a hard yay. Uh... 
Song fucking rocks, man. <laughs> it's freaking dope as heck. Um, I couldn't see anybody getting disappointed by it. Uh, my criteria, as always, can I listen to this by myself on repeat? I have and I do. Um, and then could I play this yeah. with somebody else and they follow along? Yeah, you kind of get uh, one of the most important moments of everything at this moment. And even if you miss... Uh, the story of tonight, you're essentially re-getting these ideals set forth, but now they're being accomplished, so you're gonna... I think this would intrigue people enough to go back and, you know, follow the rest of the play itself. Okay. Well, (laughs) I went with a soft yay. Um, Because on the criteria of someone familiar with the play, absolutely, I listen to this one all the time, unskippable. Um someone not familiar i don't know if it's something they would like out of context it is like a very energetic song and i understand it is like a rock song that's a good description um but it is still a lot of history and details and facts so that might not grab everybody but as an intro but at the same time, like everyone knows the Revolutionary War and everyone knows we had to win at some no one's point. Listening so to the music, to the words anyway, yeah. they're going to listen to the music Not all the time. Yeah. yeah. Depends. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, to, like, to as, shit on as, your as point. A, as a reference to the Revolutionary War, at least like the end battle would make yeah. sense to anyone who hasn't heard the rest of it. So, yeah, I think there's enough in there to get someone caught up. Like you said, like motivations, all this other stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's a soft yay. Right. It's a soft yay. Kyle doesn't want to commit to we'll, a bigger we'll yay. That. I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on anyone <laughs> I just else. Just don't want to commit to a bigger yay. No, I will not commit to a bigger yay. <laughs> That's fine. Not. Me and Joe are more aligned. We're usually more aligned. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it seems well, not really. I think I go with. Joe Let's not bring more. up the past. Let's not, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, I think I, I'm usually more on your side with uh, rankings. Mm. Okay, all right, all right. Now you're a good segue, Kyle. Greg, I'm sorry. For real this time, what's your recap? All right. So Beth's favorite song of the entire play, the best song of the play, in her opinion. Uh, It's an emotionally powerful song. Song, you know, the whole company gets involved, which you guys seem to like, which I do, too. (laughs) All the parts come (laughs) together. The world turns upside, turned upside down. We did it. We won. We won. We won. And if that's not your favorite line of the song, then you're not very patriotic. So whatever. <laughs> but um, well, you know these days, <laughs> these days, as far as you know, the importance of the song and just wrapping things up, the whole war and all that, it's very enjoyable. Uh, the Hercules Mulligan jumping in is freaking amazing. Just like you guys agree, yeah, and definitely in my top half. Solid. Um. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Thank you. All Have right. a nice day. Top <laughs> half commitment. I like it. All right. Be hard to disagree there. All right. Speaking of rankings and numbers, we've got some time to discuss. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. It's about time. Looks like you're running out of time. All right. Unfortunately, Beth, this is just for me and Joe. Um, unless you want to send she in a guess. I don't guess. understand the game. So. All right. So Go I'll ahead. explain it to the listener and Beth one more time. What we is a serpentine draft? 
where oh, this is running out of time. This is where we are guessing where the song ranks from longest to shortest based on how long it is now. What, what's the time? This song what's that was time? why why the hell did I, I say it that way? Longest being one and <laughs> shortest being forty six. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that way. Yeah. So yeah. this song gotcha. is four minutes and two seconds. Four oh two. Okay. Mm, okay. I'm not going to second guess. I'm, so I'm going to go with my uh, first instinct. I got it. So it is sent. Going with my first instinct. <laughs> Every time you say the same thing and you're kicking my ass. All right. <laughs> no, I, I'm wrong, wrong this time. Four oh two. Do you have a guess there, Smo? You can um, say it because we've sent ours in already. I don't know how to send a message. That's right. Just say it. Uh, you can just you can just say it now because we we've, we've sent okay. ours in. I'll say twenty nine. Okay. It's definitely not 29. I have a, I have a good feeling. It's I don't know how it works. <laughs> 29. Uh, it's, fine. it's fine. Someone thinks this is the second longest song in the play. Ah, damn it. And the, the other one thinks it's eight. And uh, I won't mention the 29 because it's nowhere near that. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it is actually the 11th longest song. All right. Dang, I was going to 10. Why did I change it? Why, but two? you didn't. I was, to, go from I was trying to take what's the second two. longest. Oh, I know the second longest. So I didn't think about it. But the funny part is you were going to put 10 and then you put two. <laughs> this is like when you were going to put 39, right. then you went 40, then you went 44. I know. You just kept I was, going ugh. lower. All right. So in case anyone hasn't figured it out, I was the eight, which brings me another win that I desperately need. So... Overall, Joe has 10. I have seven. I'm inching closer and closer. Getting too close. And we have three draws. He's getting way too close. So, 11. Does that mean it's... Mm -hmm. The 11th longest song. 10 longer songs. There's There's 10 10 longer songs than that song. Yeah. Right. That's that's what we're trying to guess. Okay. Is where it ranks from longest to shortest. Okay. All right. I got it. A completely dumb and irrelevant <laughs> game, but we love to play it. Yeah. Why do we do it? I don't know. Don't I know. thought of it one day and said, it's "Let's still just fun do this." It, get, it usually gets a good, uh, big laugh out of you, Kyle. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and, it's fun and to play for sure. It's fun hearing Joe's inner turmoil <laughs> every time. I agonize every time. This is. So I always again. enjoy that as it's a so listener. Again. It's fun to listen to the agonizing. At least <sighs> that's all that matters. Do people? You saw like it in real time. I, I put like it. two, hit enter, and I said, I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Boo. as soon as he hits the button, he just... Yes, I love, hands in the air. I love the mental uh, effort that you guys put the into these Lord longest to shortest things that no one gets. It's awesome. No what is a serpentine graph? Is Are you actually asking that? No, oh. <laughs> it's an inside joke to another podcast. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> we, we, we all love those. Um, yeah, it's just for right. myself. <laughs> You've heard from the four of us enough, so maybe we can hear from some other company members. People leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. So, we have no comments from the company, but I didn't want to tell you that because I really wanted to hear no! the drop because I love that drop. Yumio, I'm he disappointed. Didn't get it in time. Oh, Yumio, where Can you I at? just Go chastise him Go right it. now? Yumio. Yumio. Me and you are the OG fans of this thing. I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry. 
He didn't get it in in time. I was going to shoot him a text, but I was like, nah, he's usually good about getting it done. You've let her down. Very disappointed. I'll have words for him soon. I was like, he's usually good about getting it done. I guess he's going to put it in late, and then I'll read it next episode, but... Yeah, I guess maybe maybe yeah. next one. Yumiel is my brother in pod. Yeah. So, brother, you know. But I really wanted to hear the drop, well, so I didn't tell Kyle. That's unfortunate. But oh, yeah, it's fine. for that's the company the members, what we do have, we have t-shirts, as Beth alluded mm. to earlier. You've heard them referenced. She's got some of her own. You can go yeah. to WDAP at Anulo.co and get yourself. Dot Anulo.co. Anulo.co <laughs> and get yourself a company t-shirt designed by yours truly, Headphone Joe. And you can. You did the absolutely. designs, Joe? Yes. Oh, they're so nice. Uh, nice job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I ordered I have a purple one. Nice. That is that is on the way. And my daughter, like I said earlier, is uh currently rocking a gray one. And nice. they're very cute. And I love the design. Thank you. Nice job. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, inside inside baseball. That night when you were telling me I'm working too hard and I was like, well, I'm working on something special right now. I was literally working was on it. the design. <laughs> oh, man. And now, hey, yeah. at least she bought so, yeah. Oh, that's I sweet. Gonna get one for the for Christmas. For anyway. Um, yeah, oh, you can yes. leave makes, your comment happy. for the company at Twitter and Instagram at a new load. Mm. Nope, wrong show. At who does a pod? <laughs> at who does a pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can join our Discord where you can chat with us two babbling brooks and the lovely Schmo. Um, and that is pinned to our tweets. That's our pinned tweet on Twitter. This beer is hitting me hard. <laughs> You can also find all that info at anulo.co, um, including links to the shop, links to the Discord. Don't drink Thomas uh, come, and Elaine. Come chat with us. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen to Joe. Um, yeah, so go there. It also has links to all our other shows. We have a lot of other shows on our weird network. <laughs> so go check those out. Um, Greg, what do you got? I just want to thank everybody for supporting all the shows on the Anulo Network, and we appreciate you sharing them with your pals, friends, families, enemy, anybody. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Send this Happy show holidays. to anyone you think will like it. All right, Smo, you got any plugs? Anything to promote? No, I just <laughs> I love you guys, and thank you for doing this podcast. I appreciate it Fantastic. every Wednesday. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. You're a great Anytime. guest. Absolutely. All right. I think it's about it. Joe, what do you point out? Joe, what do you got to promote? You can follow you can follow me at Joe Dorville on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to my hip hop album TV by headphone Joe no O no E in the phone. That is correct. That is a I very important plug. Alright. I'm sorry. Nice. All right. So that does it for this week. Number twenty in the books. Of course, this has been Kyle. And I am here with his right hand man. Bam! You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast. 
with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.